This episode is brought to you ad-free thanks to all of our wonderful patrons. You can get tons of exclusive content and help us keep the show running at patreon.com slash shonenflop. Welcome to this episode of Shonen Flop, where we talk about manga and shonen jump that didn't make it big. I'm David. I'm Jordan. Next week, we're going to be covering Saint Muscle. Ooh. All I know is that Maxi B has been waiting for that one. <laughs> be sure to join the discussion in our Discord and submit your six-word summary. You can find a link to it in the show notes or on our site, shownflop.com. But this week, we are talking about Full Drive, and we are joined today by the legendary Manga Common. Hello there, I'm Manga Common. I am a video essayist. I like talking about video games, and I'm just a general goofball who just happened to be picked up on the street by these two. Yeah, we just kind of found him outside, just like <laughs> just like starving, and we took him in. Yeah, a quarter for our podcast. Raised him as one of our own. <laughs> Taught him the ways of manga. We'll talk. He had a sign that said, we'll talk about, we'll go on a manga podcast for $5. Yay. <laughs> we actually did have someone, I reached out to being a guest, and they said, I'll come on your show for $100. Whoa. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, uh, we're, we're good. We're good. Hmm. But we are very excited. Um, on come, I've really enjoyed videos. You do. You talk a lot about Metal Gear Rising, which, you know, always a plus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nano Machine, son. Nano Machine, son. It's actually our cover art for our Nano Hazard episode. Wow. <laughs> was just Metal Gear Rising fan art. What's this one going to be like? Nice knife. And we just break a ping pong paddle. So we actually <laughs> did the Prince of Tennis. Uh, uh, the Prince of Table Tennis. That's actually what it says is the Prince of Table mm, Tennis. Right. <laughs> fucking art. So out of curiosity, just as contrast, I know you're not a big sports manga, but what would you say is like your favorite manga you're reading right now? Actually, I'm trying to catch up with Mashal, you know, Magic and Muscles at the moment. We actually did an episode of Mashal. I did a video on it just a couple of weeks ago. I fell in love with the anime and then just like I got to dive into the manga now. I got to check out the anime because people seem to really like it. Oh, it's so good, especially with the second opening, too. It's like it's become a meme now. I need to watch it. I am going through Free Run right now and Dungeon Meshi. So every once in a while, I'll do like an anime preview night where I show my wife like five anime and we pick one or two of them to watch. And those were the two she picked from the last pool. Nice. Ooh. She usually goes well. We I tried showing her 100 girlfriends and she lasted eight minutes and said, I don't <laughs> want to watch this anymore. So I feel really bad for the people. There's like a guy on our Discord who really, really loves it. It, which no pun intended and i hey. felt really bad because i was like well sorry i didn't know she would absolutely hate this <laughs> no it's fine it's just it's not for everyone yeah but you know what is for everyone is ping pong so why don't we dive into talking about this manga oh boy also i have to say best moment in mashal was the suplex oh yes yes fucking that is if that doesn't <laughs> sell you on mashal nothing does all right so let's get into the manga details all right, so these are the uh, manga details for Full Drive, made by Genki Ono. Uh, they were notably an assistant for Koji Mira of Blue Box. Uh, you know, he helped him out for a while, drew an illustration for the author, and uh, the author posted it on Twitter. Let me look at it real quick. Oh, that's a nice illustration. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> what a great comment for an audio-only medium. <laughs> yeah, that's a nice illustration. This All is right. like when we do Jordan's recommendation for an episode a long time ago was just look at this painting. Yeah. Yeah. Look it up. Google it. I don't know. Really taking uh, Face for Radio to a whole new level, I guess. A manga for radio. I'm just going to recommend uh, a tweet one time and just read out the tweet. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, the other thing that this guy did seems to just be a bunch of one shots. I guess he, he didn't. Uh, didn't this guy kind of disappear strangely after? Yeah, they um, were like, they've not really done anything since. Huh. 
But anyway, we're talking specifically about full drive. This is probably, man, you know, we've had so many sections like that just go on forever. So it's nice to just have one that's really <laughs> short. This ran from October 23rd, 2017 to February 19th, 2018. It replaced Isobe Isobi Monogatari Tilda Yukio wa Surai Yo Tilda by Ryo Nakama, who created High School Family, David. I love High School Family. Are you? F- uh, no, I haven't actually, unfortunately. Is B Gomez? I, it's so High School Family is about a normal high school student who start, you know, start in high school, and he finds out that his entire family, inclu- his mom, his dad, his like ten year old sister, and his cat have all enrolled in high school with him. Genuinely, one of the funniest manga that's ever run in Shonen Jump. Oh joy. It's really good. But yeah, uh, the series that replaced Full Drive is a little indie comic called Jujutsu Kaisen. (laughs) I don't need to tell you anything about Jujutsu Kaisen, do I? No, really? No, no, you don't. You don't need me to tell me about domain expansion. <laughs> <laughs> the series has started at the same time as Lysopine the Tamatoi Poodle by Koji Oishi. Uh, it's been going since 2017. Eight plus volumes, Maxi B says it is complicated, whatever that means. <laughs> They're just not ready to commit. <laughs> Yeah, it was transferred to Jump Plus in 2018 with Chapter 38. And another series started at the same time as with David. Aw, it's Golem Hearts, which was our second episode. Aww. By Gen Osaka. We also re-looked at it at uh, episode 52. So if you would like to hear our thoughts on it with a way better audio quality... <laughs> Check out episode 52 instead of episode two. But we're talking about Full Drive today. That ran for 16 chapters, three volumes. But let's get into the goddamn plot summary. Tamashiro Dan is a quarter German kid living in Germany whose grandfather was known as Hagen Wolf. I believe David said that he uh, did the math and yes, no. I did the math and his, his dad was his grandpa was born in the 40s. Yeah, his grandpa was not a Nazi, although his grandfather's parents probably were. But Hagen Wolf was one of the greatest table tennis players of that generation. Yes, my friends, this manga is about ping pong. <laughs> After his grandfather's death, Don and his mom moved to Japan, where Don is determined to take the ping pong world by storm. He first meets Shiraishi Marin, a 13-year-old ping pong prodigy, which is a fun alliteration to say. <laughs> she is surprised when he plays her to a standstill and Shiraishi is one of those manga characters who goes around talking about how beautiful she is and is pretty sundare, popcorn David. She tells him that he should join the best table tennis after school program, which he gets into by defeating Atsushi, an upperclassman. Marin then tells him that he now needs to join Ozono, the best ping pong private middle school, which his mom just casually allows him to do because the offer, I think, forgot that he had established his mother as a character. <laughs> Imagine like your 13 year old son comes home and is just like, hey, mom, fuck what we were doing before. I want to go to this private middle school. And you're just like, OK, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah. Oh, whatever, my God. They yeah. did the same thing as Yu-Gi-Oh, too. I love the idea that she brought him to Japan and just didn't decide what school he was going <laughs> to go to beforehand. No, I think they transferred him. Just like apparently in two days, it seems like two days later, he was at the private school. I, I agree with you, David. I feel like the author totally forgot. Oh, fuck. There's like a process to this, isn't there? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so Don joins the school and is able to find the table tennis club with help from Koshino, who doesn't matter. And I deleted his character from the character <laughs> section. He doesn't matter. He's one of those characters where you can tell if this manga was a hit, would have mattered. But yes. since it wasn't a hit, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And he meets 
it's a bunch of cool older kids. Don makes his intentions of domination known and is challenged to a match by Khan, one of his seniors. After a bunch of games which took up way too many fucking chapters. Yeah. Oh my god. Yes, yeah. What a fucking way to kill the momentum of the series. Especially so early, too. The issue is, oh, we'll get into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where Khan is slowly educating Don on why he sucks. Don manages to win, even though they didn't really establish him ever winning those games. They just say no. he does after the game. Yeah. Pop heard in common, and I think people can already tell our thoughts on this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Spoilers, I guess. It is when their criticisms leak into the plot summary. Yeah. It's not a good time. Uh, anyway, Don and Asushi hang out with Marin on her day off, which doesn't really matter except kind of a date then and they had like this whole like i had like a moment when i was reading this chapter and it's just like they have like two older kids who are bullying kids over ping pong and it's like yeah which is very Yu-Gi-Oh, where they're just like hey we're gonna be bullies about the thing you're really good at so we'll sort it through we'll settle it through the mechanism of how the series works I feel like this has been in every sports manga we cover. Like, remember in Smokey BB, where like, which by the way, Common is is a baseball manga. That's what the BB stands for. Oh, but yeah, in Smokey BB, like in like chapter two, this uh, pro baseball player who's like a little older than everybody else just shows up. He's like, oh, I'm so much better than all of you. And then the main character shows him up. That's exactly what happens here. I feel like it's in most of the sports manga. Man, just imagine if there was a sports manga that was about paintball or BB guns. That's Smokey BB BB. There might be. I don't <laughs> fucking know. There's probably a few canceled manga out there that have tried to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Maxi B's perking up. I bet it's something stupid. It's like Rainbow Shot <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> anyway, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but let's get into the character section. So, Common, can you tell us? Well, he didn't finish. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Sorry, I, we got so distracted. No, it's fine. Then Dan must prepare for the big tournament where he's facing Nanjo Yukia. I hope I pronounced that right. It's fine. You're, do- you're doing great. You did a good job. I have a tendency not to pronounce names like, like my biggest sin is Kaki Owen when I use pronounce them like Kaki Yayan or something like <laughs> I've heard his name pronounced two or three different ways in official media, so it's okay. Anyway, Nanjo Yukia, a ping pong genius who actually hates ping pong and talks shit on Marin. During the match, Dan is doing really well, which makes Yukia big mad. Four years later, I guess. Yeah, I'm fuck you. We're just going forward. Dan and Marin are now dating and reminisce about that time where they just beat Yukia a chapter ago. Yeah. And then won the tournament as Dan prepares to head back to Germany to go pro. Yep. <laughs> I'm actually glad that the manga did get like a proper ending and then just get canceled. But it's like, that's a big left turn. It's a lot better than Smokey BB, which like they're still going until literally five chapters before the ending where they just have the first match in the tournament, which they lose. And then in like the last couple pages, it shows the main female character like holding framed picture of them wearing like the medal where it's like, ah, they won the whole tournament. They eventually just go like, look at this photograph. Doesn't it take you back? (laughs) (laughs) Makes me laugh. You know, what the hell's on Joey's head? You know, is what I said. There's like three different ways that manga can end. Like, so what are the three, Jordan? Help me if I'm wrong. So it's time skip to the end. Pretend it doesn't end. So there's one where it's like, jump forward. Oh, man. You know, (laughs) that was cool. We did it. Yeah. The other one is where it's like. They just shotgun the entire plot in three chapters. They shotgun the entire plot. Well, then there's just one where it just doesn't end and you're just there like, there is no ending. Where's the rest of this? Ugh. 
Yeah, there is no ending. And there's one where it's like it's sort of in between where it it doesn't end, but they're kind of just like, we're going to keep going. And then it's like done bye. Yeah. Demon's Plan famously had one where it was just like it seemed like it had another chapter. Like there was like sort of a cliffhanger that did not feel like the manga was even remotely over, but there just wasn't another chapter. It just Yeah, our researcher uh, Maxi B had to be like, no, there is no more material. This is actually how it ends. Ugh. All right, but we, let, we're going to lose track. Let's talk about the characters now that we actually can. So, Common, do you want to tell us about Don, the main character? Yeah, Not he's Don to Don. Don to Don to Don. That's a good one. Well, basically, Don happens to be quarter light, quarter white. His grandpa was a prodigy in Germany. He's a quarter light. He's like, he just has like a really small death note. Yeah, it's a bunch <laughs> of sticky notes. <laughs> It's the death sticky note. If he sticks the note on you, you that's how it triggers is being sticky with the note instead of knowing their name. Oh, my God. He's got the power of the spin. Unfortunately, he's not from a uh, part seven of Jojo where that would actually matter. <laughs> now, if he was Italian. <laughs> actually, no, that'd be more American. But yeah, yeah, he's modest, but confident kind of feels like, you know, kind of contradictory there, but I guess. But and he has a special loop attack. He's notably a kid who sucks at everything except ping pong. Mm-hmm. Like in class, he's like sleeping, kind of fucking sucks at that. And then everyone well, that's also bullied the him like, allegedly. Fuck, I forget. You actually have to go to school in ping pong academy. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's clear he forgot. They say, oh, I was bullied all the time. And then we don't ever see him get bullied. Yeah. Honestly, if I can maybe make something, I feel like maybe the author wasn't expecting this one to be picked up. I kind of got that <laughs> vibe, you know? Yeah, it was like, ah, oh, man. Yeah, what if I just made like a ping pong manga as like a joke and then was like oh fuck now i have to do it we had that happen in earth child where if you read it and you're like i don't know where this goes from here and then you read the rest of the manga and you're like yeah near to the author yeah wow. no. <laughs> earth child was like a decent one shot that shouldn't have gone past that mm. best one shot we ever read <laughs> I did. not best but like decent but yeah, so he's just kind of the generic, like he only cares about ping pong, so he has no other character death, which is like a trap. Like this is a really, mm-hmm. the series is just a great example of all the failings you can have when making a sports manga. Yeah. But we'll definitely save that for later. Jordan, do you want to tell us about Marin, the, the Sundari queen? Shiraishi Marin, as we mentioned earlier, she is Sundari as fuck. To the point where she honestly is really annoying sometimes. Like she just talks about how great she is all the time. She's like, I'm beautiful. I'm so great. Oh, man, aren't I so beautiful? And she's like such a prodigy to the point where it's like she's super famous, which made me kind of feel like this was almost a Yu-Gi-Oh universe where it's like, you know. You know how in Yu-Gi-Oh card games are like inexplicably the most important thing in the entire world? Mm -hmm. It kind of made me wonder if she's like an international superstar. Is ping pong just like way more important than I thought it was? In Yu-Gi-Oh, it makes sense because the character who would I would probably say fits that would be Kaiba. Kaiba actually did what he could because he turned his father's weapon company into a gaming company and made a deal with Pegasus. So it kind of makes sense why the world would take that way, because it was like, oh, we don't want to make weapons of war anymore. So we might as well solve things through card games, because ironically, it does get bloodier in some instances, but it's not as, you know, you're not expecting like an entire nuke to come out of a card game, you know? 
Also, they have giant holographic 3D representations that mm -hmm. seem real, and the cards are li literally magic. So mm -hmm. that makes more sense in that world. I, I wish there was like some supernatural thing with the ping pong. That would be great. But there was not. Well, it doesn't even have to be supernatural either. It could be like digital, too. Do you think ping pong academies are real? Like, it's just it's such a weird sport to be that hyper focused. In. I don't know. To be fair, there are actually schools for like other things like there's karate school and there's school for chess. I wouldn't be surprised if there were actual ping pong schools, but they probably wouldn't be like, you no know, massive. They'd probably be like, you know, like clubs or be like part of like an athletic school, you know? Yeah. I also want to say one last thing. I really want to give the offer props for well, he definitely sexualizes her, but not to the insane degree we've seen in other manga. Like, yeah, Black Clover, like she actually is drawn like a 13 year old. Like the only time that I had raised an eyebrow was basically like in the first chapter where there was an upskirt shot, but there was like this huge like war balloon right there that covered up everything, which, you know, I appreciate. It was on purpose. Yeah. We've read manga that uh, really likes 12 year olds and we're not going to go into that. Oh, you poor souls. You poor, poor souls. Oh, don't read School Judgment. Oh, it was bad. God. I am surprised that the romance takes off in the last fucking chapter, which pissed me off because I guess that it would go nowhere. Yeah, it was really stupid. <laughs> and they just have fallen in love in the four year time skip. All right, but let's get into the next character. So we have Atsushi uh, Nurukawa. Nurukawa, I think. Narukawa Atsushi. Yeah, that guy. He is determined. He's top player. He's always fresh, but I don't know if he's really the top player because it's like weird where he is in the hierarchy on their team, but he's like supposed to have probably been the rival, but the main character beats him in their first encounter. Mm. So it's like, are they rivals? Like, you already beat I don't think he's supposed to be a rival. I think he's. I don't really know what his purpose was. I mean, technically speaking, like rivals don't have to beat you in the first one. I mean, look at Kaiba and Yugi. I mean, Yugi beat him in their first match. Yeah, but Kaiba's got a lot more going on. Yeah. If this went on, I feel like he would have kind of been a mentor figure. I mean, the thing is, there's like five mentor figures. He's like the only freshman on a team of like pros. Also, damn, his hair looks good, man. Yeah. This kid, this fucking kid, man. It does hair really well for some reason. Yeah. I mean, there's a character that doesn't have hair in the 13th chapter. And it's like, oh, dear God, he's like a thumb. <laughs> yeah. And then um, so I, I guess Common Key, tell us about the last character, Mr. Zoomer, always on their phone. Oh, we're not going to talk about Can? <laughs> always on their phone. Yeah. Okay, Nanjo Yukia. He's a fucking dick. He loves yeah. Clash of Clans, although personally, I consider him more of a Raid Shadow Legends kind of oh, guy. Oh, yeah, that's definitely what it is. He's playing Raid Shadow <laughs> Legends. His favorite YouTuber got paid to sponsor it. So he's like, yeah, let me check it out. And he doesn't even care that the game sucks. Mm -hmm. By the way, Raid Shadow Legends, uh, we will edit that out if you pay us. <laughs> <laughs> we can be bought. I've already sold my soul to them a few times, so it's like, I don't care. Hey, you know, you got to get that money. No disrespect, especially in this economy. But anyway, I respect it. He hates table tennis and he's from a family of doctors, which doesn't really matter, I guess. It's sort of implied that like he did table tennis because he sucked at school. And so his parents like he he heard his parents basically saying, damn, our son's an idiot. So he like became he really good at table tennis to be like, look, I'm a genius. Actually, look, I'm not stupid. <laughs> Nah, I'm good at shit. That was actually one of the plot points of Yu-Gi-Oh! GX where it's like Chaz, his brothers were like prodigies and they're like, well, you're going to take over the Yu-Gi-Oh! world to make up for the fact that you can't do business <laughs> shit. <laughs> and then he hits the same thing where he loses to the main character. Now he has nothing. 
Uh, yeah, no, not actually. That actually worked for him too because he had to claw his way up to the top again. Yep. Yeah. I love though how the manga. I guess he kind of forgot he was ending, so he dedicates so much time, and he's like, "Oh sh- fuck, I really shouldn't have spent like three chapters on this dude at the end of the series," and just drops it. So basically, the uh, conflict between Yukia and uh, Don is that Yukia fucking he's like a prodigy to the point where he like represents Japan and like in like the nationals or internationals or whatever. But the thing is, like he fucking hates table tennis and he's like playing a match is like going to hell. It's like, damn, dude, <laughs> he's like, I'm going to show you hell in this match. <laughs> All right. This- Speaking of that, yeah, let's get into more reasons why this manga failed. Yeah. So, Common, what really stands out to you as some issues with the series? Well, I actually had like three specific things I wanted to bring up with this. Oh, do it. The first is that it lacks like imagination because mm-hmm. I get it. I am not a sports manga fan, but when you look at some things like Hikaru no Go or, you know, the Prince of Tennis, they really play around with the camera work right there and it makes it a lot more epic. This manga tries it, but at the same time, it doesn't really do much, especially considering that in ping pong, you're most of the time just taking like a step to the right or left. And Unless you're doing like the whole thing, with like the huge ceiling in one of the chapters against Dan. I mean, yeah, against Can, Con, like, yeah, Can. Don and Khan. Yeah. It doesn't really stick out. Now, normally when you have like stuff that is kind of boring, like especially if you go like I'm going to be making like a reference to Cardvite Vanguard, mm-hmm. uh, which I've actually watched. <laughs> Yeah, it's actually a, supposed to be a rival of Yu-Gi-Oh! as a more modern take on card game uh, shows and stuff. They actually had a manga, too. What's that called? Card Fight Vanguard. Yeah, it's in our TCG. Yeah. Ooh. My friend Nigel actually played it. Yeah, it's actually a pretty good game. Unfortunately, it didn't get as much traction in the States as I would have liked. And that, when they were playing games, they were playing like a game, they would often imagine themselves as being like the lead monster and imagine the monsters. You could have done something similar to this, where they basically have like the match be more in an imaginative state, like imagining like the ping pong ball was basically an energy orb or something like two warriors clashing. Like imagine like how, uh, you know, Food Wars often has like those really over the top like yeah. scenes and stuff like that not the fan service part right there i'm talking obviously not for this <laughs> yeah i know they had like a jojo reference between like ebby and lobster and stuff like that stuff like that would really you know heighten this up maybe that dan imagines himself in various scenarios against his opponents and that helps him focus something like that would have been really good well, I mean, you kind of touched on it where it's like uh, they, they do try some different camera angles, but all it does is make the manga more confusing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's hard to figure out where the ball's going and like how fast it's going, if it's getting missed or not, which are all very important things in ping pong. It kind of turns into a situation where I just have to read the dialogue to figure out, well, was that good or bad? Yeah, there was a lot of scenes where like, again, I didn't actually know he beat Khan in that game until they were like, <laughs> oh, and then he beat Don. And I was like, when did that happen? I do not like Khan, but yes. I love how we're mixing the two up. I love how we're mixing the two up. <laughs> that brings me to another thing, which is that match between Khan. The author really mm. fucked up by having it like six chapters, I think. Yeah. No, the the reason that he that, that it became that way is that the author had them do uh, like a five game match first to three wins. Yeah. So it should have just been one game or best of three even. 
like maybe, but I mean, even it would have been better if it was way fewer games so we could actually focus on the games because what happens is like Don will do one good thing and then it's like, whoa, he won the match 11 to 2. And it's like, what? Yeah. Where were the fuck ups? Where were the other victories? What happened? Yeah, that's my other issue is like the pacing with this because it is like at parts will be like really slow and then it'll go to a breakneck pace and then it goes slow again, especially like with the last and with the against Khan chapters and such. Mm-hmm. You When you're doing a manga or any kind of story, you don't want to, you know, you don't want to linger too long on a specific scene, especially early on, because otherwise mm-hmm. you're going to get like people who are being bored, even if it's like you have the most epic of battles. It's kind of like the same thing that people complained about with like, you know, filler in One Piece or how Dragon Ball Z fights would take many, many episodes to get through, you know? Yeah. And it's like, I understand why that's done, but for a new series, especially at the beginning, this is something that can easily kill interest in your story. Yeah. This is why I think that the author didn't know what he was doing or didn't think that this would have gone through because otherwise it feels like this is just like a rush thing or trying to build up time so we could figure out where he wants to go with the story. That was a big issue from chapter one the entire time. I was like, what is the actual long term plot of this manga? And I don't think they ever actually answer it. Like there isn't some tournament. There isn't some status. He's already really good at his sport. There are two different directions when it comes to sports manga is either the person learning to get good at the sport or the person learning to kind of flesh out the rest of his life outside of his skill in the sport. Mm -hmm. And this series and definitely like, for instance, Slam Dunk is a great example of someone's progression learning the sport. Aishel 21 is opposite where he's already in the top 1% of people in his sport. So it's all about everything else besides literally his ability to play the sport, Mm -hmm. relatively speaking. I also kind of feel like the author should have just given up on the romance. (laughs) Like, Oh, well, he did. And then he was like, oh, I contractually have to resolve this plot. I still wanted to do this, so let me do it. And then the last chapter, with like very little build up, the the main character is like, hey, Marine, by the way, I love you. And then she's like, I love you, too. Now, this is my third one, but there was actually hints of there possibly being a love triangle with one of the other female students. I can't. Yeah, she asked him out and he like turns her down or something, I think. He's just too dumb to know what's happening, I think. It's like, you know, that kind of trope where it's like he doesn't even realize that she's into him. And then you can tell when Marine shows up and she's like, whoa, Marine is interested in him. It's like, man, haha, those women, you know what I mean? They get a little <laughs> bit of rivalry. Ha-ha. Now she's into him. Now she's into him. You know what I mean? Ha-ha. Of course, this leads into my third issue, and that's the characterization. That's like we've been hinting at it throughout this entire discussion so far, but Dan is just not in interesting main character no he's not no and it's like you got like i talked about this in like my mashal video where there's like always like you got this standard anime protagonist you know with the spiky hair he's young he's got like he's either dumb in something but he's also a talented another thing it's like this is what people complain about when they talk about like stereotyping main characters in like anime and manga well, beyond that, it's not just that he's not interesting. It's that it's kind of hard to get a gauge on what his character actually supposed to be. Mm-hmm. I don't know what his motivation is. Well, beyond that, it's just kind of like, ah, oh, he seems like a really nice guy and he seems to love table tennis. But like he goes to like play against the seniors and all of a sudden he's like, I'm going to defeat all of you. And they're like, man, he's being a total asshole right now. Yeah, that's cool. And and like, ah, oh, he plays like a cheeky bastard. And it's like, <laughs> wait, who is this guy? I thought he was just like a nice dude. Like, I'm, I'm very confused now. And there was like some etiquette about if you gain a point using a certain technique, you're supposed to apologize because it's like a bullshit and he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't. 
this actually ties in where it seems like the series changes when they're playing ping pong. I was going to say this in miscellaneous thoughts, I'll bring it up now. Like it's like Final Fantasy seven, where you have character models <laughs> that are out of combat and then went in combat and you see oh, the characters get drawn different during the ping pong scene. Yes. Which ties in how his personality also changes. So I'm just imagining this is double tie say oh. double tie say kicks ass. <laughs> Read double tie say to kicks fucking ass. You know what they should have done with this sort of idea? They should have done like the one punch man thing where they make Saitama look like this goofy motherfucker most of the time. But when he gets serious, he gets all super detailed and he's got like this yeah. menacing look to him, even though he's Captain Baldy or Caped Baldy. It, it is literally a parody of manga. I know. I get that. But at the same time, I'm talking our art direction. And by the artist of Shield 21. Yeah, Shield 21 does that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but yeah, this does does it, this doesn't execute the idea. Well, they just look like the artist is like had someone start drawing the characters for him during those sections. Mm-hmm. But also, like, I do have to point out, uh, along with the art, along with like the confusing aspects, there are times where it's like the ping pong table is over their heads, or the ping pong table it's drawn so that it's like behind them. Yeah, and like it's it's supposed to be metaphorical, but it's like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I think it has to stem from like the the whole thing right there, because unless you're doing like a balls of fury thing, making a story about ping pong is not going to be that interesting unless you like take it to a fantastical manner, you know? Yeah, I, I definitely want to talk about them in then where it could have gone. So two other things is they also completely gloss over doubles where he spends like half a page talking about doubles matches and they just show it. And I'm like, it shouldn't that have been like a big deal. That's like another major component of playing ping pong. Yeah, and it was his first ever doubles match and they just don't give a shit. It also could have been a time for him to bond with Marty. Yeah. Because, like, mm -hmm. there's sort of something seeming to be there just by, like, narrative implications, but they haven't actually shown any kind of moment where the character's like, huh, I actually, I don't know, I kind of like her. All right, yeah. And then just for, yeah, like, a page, they're like, oh, we got to do doubles matches. Oh, huh, this is weird. Never done it before. Oh, it's over. Yeah, there's like, they could have a scene where they're chasing over the ball and they trip over each other. Or crashed into each other, you know, and maybe yeah, have it's like easy, it's easy, easy. And maybe even have one of those awkward moments where like he's on top of her or she's on top of him, you know, that kind of yeah. thing that they usually do with like, oh, we bumped into each other in the hallway, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. Oops, we tripped down my butts on your face. Uh oh, Kawhi. not with these characters, not there. Don't age. do that. I mean, don't I mean, don't do that. But that's something I would expect from a manga. <laughs> yeah. The last thing is also this manga does not give a fuck about anything that's not related to ping pong. And it does a terrible job of pretending it does. Yeah. <laughs> like you are. This offer was so goddamn lost in the sauce when it came to just wanting to talk about ping pong all the time. Or how about the fact like I respect that one of the major things here is the main character is like, I don't want to be judged by my grandfather's success but as a result it creates a situation where it's like uh, does it even matter that we know his grandfather is like this like it's completely irrelevant to anything it doesn't come up he may as well just not be it's it's like why do i care yeah but you know what i do care about what is what the series did well so why don't we move into that topic okay sure while the art has issues, it does still have a great job of actually making you follow the panels. Like you'll see the motion lines, literally they'll stand to serve and the motion line leads you to the next panel. And those are those little things that are very easy for sports series to fuck up. So while it does have issues, that's at least one of the fund fundamentals. I think it did right. And that's just, yeah, it fucks up so many other things, but I want to at least give it credit for not fucking up that, you know? Mm-hmm. I will say the art in general is pretty good in this oh, yeah. series. Like it, it's not great. I, I feel like with sports manga in particular, you really have to have good art 
Yeah. I recently read a boxing manga that had terrible proportions where it's like boxing is like one of the most important sports to have everyone properly proportioned, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, get your anatomy right. Yeah, especially in like uh, with that, you have to make sure like weight classes now, the people actually look like they're in the right, you know, weight brackets. Mm-hmm. This manga had a kid whose whole thing was that one of his arms was way bigger than the other one. <laughs> oh, we made a lot of jacking off jokes. Don't worry. Yeah, I was going to say, like, that reminds me of like that one Homer Simpson gag where he just kept on lifting a dumbbell for like about a few months. And then Mo basically goes, hey, why don't you come with me? We'll scam people a lot of money with arm wrestling. <laughs> but yeah, his whole thing was he would he would dislocate his arm while punching. And it was like, that's not that's not good for you, man. <laughs> yeah, that's a way to end your boxing career. You know, there's actually a little fun thing I used to learn from my uh, Taekwondo teacher. He would always tell me about this one student who had lost his arm in a car accident. Oh, and, Jesus. Yeah, but he actually he learned a move that the only way you could get out of was to grab the other person's arm. And so he he kept on using that lock and he kept on winning tournaments because he didn't have <laughs> the arm that you had to grab to get out of it. Oh, that rules. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that kicks ass. Does anyone, does, anyone have, does anyone have any more positives they want to say about this series? I mean, there has to be. This series didn't suck. Honestly speaking, I didn't hate the characters. Like, they weren't like jerks. Even the jerk character, I understood. And I understood where he's coming from because, you know, sometimes when you are basically good at something, it'd be kind of like a waste not to do it. Like, if you were good at, say, I don't know, art, and you were just basically going like, well, I might as well use that talent. I don't want to be a lawyer. I don't want to be a doctor. I might as well do art because it's easy. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's not easy, but yeah. <laughs> the hairstyles in this are actually pretty tame and they're actually good. If you styled your hair like that one guy, Atsushi, you end up with like a good hairstyle, man. It's not this isn't Yugi shit. Yeah. This could exist, but it's still very stylish. Yeah, I kind of really liked the uh, conflict between Yukiya and Don, because what they were saying was the exp a lot of the explanation for why Yukiya was the way he was is that when you compete at something for so long, it, it stops being just, you know, it stops being a thing that you do for fun, starts being a serious thing that mm -hmm. has like stakes. And so it's it's like, this is no longer just like a goofy thing. This is like, no, this is like my job almost. I and yeah. you are fucking with my job, whereas Don has never competed before. So that's that's like an interesting kind of explanation, because it's like it's not just that Don magically likes it more. It's that Don hasn't been put in that position like, um, you know, not to go jump into the next section already. But it's like you could have had a thing where it's like as the series went on, Don became more with it and he wound up more like Yukia. Becomes punished on. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he loses an eye in the thing. And then you can have a thing where Yuki is like, now I must show you how to like how to enjoy table tennis yeah. again. Yeah, this is actually something I wanted to bring up that, you know, I was kind of hoping they would do, but they kind of, you know, didn't because they kind of but it's something for the next section though. Let's just go to the next section. It seems like that's what we're talking we're interested in talking about now. <laughs> Let's ball. So common, continue that thought. 
Earlier in like the uh, versus con chapters and stuff like that, we see Dan basically tossing the ping pong into his less dominant hand. And it's like, huh, you know what would have been a fun idea for him is that when he was just like getting into like the ping pong club, he accidentally slips and he sprains his right arm. I thought it would be a cool idea if he was basically having to learn how to use his left hand since it's not his dominant one and basically, you know, train that. It would give him much more perspective and he'd have to explain how he's doing it too because that would actually be good because you know oh this prodigy is now injured and has to basically reteach himself but has more of a disadvantage First of all, that's like just an interesting kind of idea for like some kind of story. Yeah. But like what if there was like a thing where Don switches hands and he was just like, <laughs> fool, this is actually my dominant hand. <laughs> yeah, somebody was going to do that. I haven't shown you my true power yet. Changes hands. Yeah. Doesn't he switch hands during one of his matches? Yeah, he did. I think it was versus the Dan chapter. Yeah. <laughs> the Don Saga. <laughs> Don Kakan. Don. <laughs> we keep mixing up the names. I'm sorry. Yeah. Wrath of Khan Saga. It's so funny because they don't even call him Don much. It's Tamashiro how they call him, but we Don is just easier for us to pronounce, so we're all yeah. just calling him Don. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like this series, you know, the romance came out of fucking nowhere, and mm-hmm. that seemingly was supposed to be, like, important. So, like, I don't know, maybe in the first chapter when Maureen meets uh, Don, you know, maybe she kind of develops a crush on him. Maybe she did. And like, it's a little more. Well, maybe she did, but it could have been more like explicit, more apparent kind of, because it seems like if it was there, it was way too subtle. Like, you know, it did not seem like there was a romance there. Take like a more jaded route. You could have made her like be a huge fan of his grandfather and learning that the man that she kind of like was inspired by has a grandson who's just basically this little lazy goofball. That could have been like a good thing right there. It could be like, yeah, oh, I'm going to mold you into the man that your grandfather was. Something like that could have been a good idea. That would have meant that uh, his grandfather being important would have mattered in the series. Yeah, mm-hmm. No one gave a shit. They were all like, who? Did not matter. There were so many moments where it's like, I can't wait for when this guy finds out who his grandpa is and it doesn't happen. Yeah. On the note of romance, it would have been nice if they had actually had female characters that actually interacted with the main character besides her. Because there's one character whose entire purpose is to fall in love. But it's like you don't even have like a female manager or something that like will regularly show up during the games. It's like there's nothing. I mean, there was like there was a like a teacher, I think. And then there was also like I'm just going to call him Raid of Shadow Legends player. Now his mother showed up a few times. <laughs> Maybe it would have been better for this to be more of a deuteragonist kind of thing. It seems like mm-hmm. that's where it was trying to go and then failed. Like like this series is 70, 30, Don and Martin. I would have liked it to be more 50, 50, you know, like mm-hmm. first chapter. Maybe you kind of line it up like that. And it's it's like, oh, man, when these two meet, uh, because then what you would have done is you they mention, oh, there's like a female league. Like there's a there's a league of table tennis for girls and I'm kicking ass there. And it's like I kind of would have liked to see that more. Mm hmm. It would have been nice also if they had told talked more about how Don's kind of socially awkward where you see he has like trouble maintaining his personalities in the match. And maybe that's like the development form, as I talked about earlier, how technically he's a very good player. So we don't really need to see him learn how to get better at ping pong. But that doesn't mean he still can't get better at other things. Like maybe he doesn't have any friends in Japan. Talk about how he's socializing with people. That's a really easy way that you can fit in, you know, the non ping pong elements. 
Here's something else, too, that kind of went under the radar. He spent most of his life in Germany, and yet he's really to acclimate to, like, Japanese culture and customs all that quickly. I mean, you saw how fast Asuka did it. I know, but... (laughs) Wonderful documentary, Evangelion. Yeah, but at the same time, you've got a fish out of water character here and you don't really use it. That would have been good, too, because maybe he has trouble reading Japanese or maybe he has trouble speaking Japanese. Yeah, that's true. I also thought it was funny how it's like we can't have a fully German character in a manga. Uh, He's he's just he's just a little German. okay? he's mostly Japanese, guys. That would have actually been cool if he was Caucasian and they actually brought in those like awkward social elements and he really really has to prove himself to his teammates yeah yeah i mean it's not like we haven't had caucasian characters i mean like jojo started with like english characters you know i'll never forgive the japanese (laughs) (laughs) god well we talked about the chibi his his grandpa was dressed like you know at the very least they didn't take the von stroheim approach Oh, God, Uh, this would have been the best fucking manga of all time if he's losing and he thinks or his mom gives him a paddle and it's like it brushes under it and then it says the Pelly on it and he just (laughs) uses the fucking spin in the match and it just turns into part part nine of part 10 of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. (laughs) It was a secret part 10. And then like you read the next chapter and it's just like the name of the author, the original author is crossed out and it just says he. Hirohiko Araki. <laughs> or it was an anagram. It's like a Tom Riddle. Thing. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, God, that would have been so fuck. That's like Frog Fractions 2 level of like. There's a problem with this. There were no dogs that were being messed up in this. You're right. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was like just like there was like a, a new chapter where it's like, uh, <laughs> where do you think we get the rubber for the <laughs> for the table for the paddles? No, what do you think in those ping pong balls? <laughs> That's dog rubber. <laughs> God. All right. We're going to miscellaneous spots. Let's get into that because we're not going to top what if a Rocky rope ping pong manga. <laughs> Jordan, Jordan, I don't know if you want to continue that fodder and start a new miscellaneous spot. Has there ever been ping pong in JoJo? It seems like there should be. Most I can think of is like maybe the Clackers or, or the only other thing I can think of is like that one boss against Ganondorf and Legend of Zelda. I mean, in Jojo, I just feel like there should be one stand fight where it's just a dude playing ping pong I, like that would fit Jojo, though. You yeah. can't tell me that wouldn't fit in Jojo. I mean, you can pretty much fit anything in Jojo nowadays. Yeah. Name of the ping pong stand be. Probably I am the table or something, which is a Metallica reference. No, no. Great balls of fire. Oh, that's great. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's really good. Oh, my God. But yeah, or balls to the wall. That's one. Yeah, they say the word noob a lot. in this. Series. I had not seen the word noob written in maybe 10 years. I was shocked. I'm wondering if that's more of a translation oh, error thing right there. Had to be. Had to be. This remembers this reminds me of one of my favorite tweets where there was like some anime that made a D's nuts reference. Uh, and then yeah. you just see a bunch of Japanese character and then the word D's nuts written in English and then more Japanese and it's like someone explaining mm. on Twitter the D's nuts reference. <laughs> I I wanna find that tweet. It's just like my favorite tweet ever. I really want to see that. Yeah. <laughs> These nuts. Uh, yeah. So that was the name of a presidential candidate uh, a few years ago. 
I don't know how to explain this, but the paneling kind of reminded me of Tagashi. I think it's the fact that he has a lot of panels and then he has like a portrait of or not a portrait, but like a full body shot of someone standing over the panels, which I feel Tagashi does a lot. Mm-hmm. I, it's like also, do you notice that people all have like that same super rigid pose all the time where it's not it's kind of like their equivalent of like the shaft pose where they're just looking like really rigid and like looking kind of down mm. at, and like their, their shoulders straight. And I just notice all the characters are constantly doing that pose in full body shots. The shaft pose. Yeah. Not to keep going back to Jojo, but one of the things that really like makes characters unique is how they're actually posed to be more like models. And I get it. Like there are certain stances and ping pong you can't take, but at the same time, it's a manga. You're allowed to be over the top. You're allowed to be goofy as all hell. David, you want to go into the shaft pose? Because I've never heard of that. It's the shaft head tilt where there's a certain angle where someone shifts their head up. and The shaft movie? No, the animation <laughs> studio shaft. Oh, okay. I will send you a picture right now. One second. Do you know what I'm talking about, Common? I think I have an idea on what you're talking about. I've seen the pose before. Basically, just one of those standard poses that you see, like people like who are just, you know, just standing around, not doing anything other than just looking like, oh, I'm cool. Oh, I'm intimidating. Yeah, it's essentially you trying to face someone when your body is facing the opposite direction. You rotate just your head to look at them. And your head is faced up. Yeah. Yes. So that's the shaft head tilt. It's like mm. how Gainax has the Gainax pose where it's like your two arms crossed in a specific way. It's like their signature where characters will just do it as like a reference. It kind of reminds me of the whole, you know, Akira bikes, <laughs> bike scene, you know. I never knew that that was like a Gynax pose, but I know exactly. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. man, Gunbuster's good. Watch Gunbuster. <laughs> so much better than Die Buster. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Also, did you guys feel like there was a bit of a homoerotic or was it just me where I just felt I kind of got some soft yaoi vibes? I mean, you kind of get that with a lot of sports manga from what I've read. Although I do really like it when Atsushi's just like, man, men are cool. <laughs> Men are the best. <laughs> That's like the gayest this manga gets. They do hit the showers, which is kind of, you know. Honestly, it kind of has more of like that locker room feel. Like, have you ever seen like like shows that to go into like sports and have like locker room scenes? You see like these guys just basically like, Hoo! it's more like a bro thing going on, you know? Bro showering together, being squeaky clean. Just two boys, just two guys. <laughs> you know? All right. Uh, does anyone have our ones or should I get Maxi B's thoughts? Let's go to Maxi B's thoughts. Say, speaking of people I would shower with. No, uh, sorry, Maxi <laughs> B. <laughs> God, what a fucking. <laughs> so from Maxi B, our wonderful manga historian. I am too. I guess I should say that as awesome. <laughs> <A> deal breaker. <laughs> Viz Media ran this in their digital magazine for its first three chapters as part of its Jumpstart initiative. They didn't continue for some reason. Weird. Hmm. Volumes two and three contain two one shots, meaning at least half of each volume is not actually this manga. <laughs> hmm. The author states that he focused a lot on fashion with Marin, a girl as girls look best when dressed up, and otherwise she'd be in a jersey all the time. Chapter eleven. Ma- Mari does have some fits in this, I will say. I mean, to be frank, I I mostly wear jerseys all the time myself, so I don't see a problem with that. I'm wearing one right now that just says ghost sports <laughs> on it because I don't know anything else. <laughs> chapter 11 has extra pages to promote the series. According to the offer, the chapter was well received for its focus on Marin and improved the series rank temporarily. So it kind of worked. And then it was canceled five chapters later. Yep. Volume extras include comedy sketches, profiles, three page strip where Don and smart characters go to McDonald's, one shots <laughs> and pure conjecture. But reading the one shots before Full Drive got published makes me think the offer is a big fan of the creator of Rave Master and Fairy Tale and the creator of Love Yuiki. Like his early style is just uncanny like both of them. I didn't really feel the like the rave. No. Well, I guess rave, uh, maybe Rave Master, but definitely not Fairy Tale because Fairy Tale just kind of seems like someone ripping off Oda. Yeah. 
Well, I feel like as Maxi V kind of put there, I think the implication is that that's not you wouldn't get that from just full drive. Like you wouldn't like it mm, sounds like that fair. is much more apparent in his earlier work and not in this manga. Yeah. And then how about let's get into final verdict. Sound good? Yep. Yeah. Let's kick things off with some six-word summaries from the community. Tucker, short, sassy, and a little beautiful. Hey, that's me. Maxi <laughs> B, serious, average, just, das is not good. Or a paladin. Do not ask David Don't to ask, pronounce German. Fine, you pronounce that second fucking word that he wrote. Uh, you know, I actually speak German. I am part German, but it's like... <laughs> how's your ping pong skills? <laughs> Look, the last time I played ping pong, the guy had a black eye, okay? Uh, okay, let me try. Let me try. Siri abgesetzt. Das ist nicht gut. I know the, the, the second part is that this is not good. This is not good. I uh, think that's pretty clear. Uh, but I, yeah, I look, the abgesetzt? second word das is very hard good. to pronounce. Huh? Siri abgesetzt. Das ist nicht gut. But he said. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Perfect time to have a guess that speaks German on this Thank one. Thank fucking God. <laughs> I'm not proficient, but I know how to speak some of it. You know how to pronounce it, at least. That's good. Or a paladin says heartbreaking. Table tennis score is zero flop. That sounds like a fucking clickle article. Diego says, with help from Grey Potter, Don's Pong fell to the axe ping. Dude rocks it. Ping pong, not table tennis. Okay. I don't know if that was a six word summary, but it was six words. Isekai Sensei perfectly played ping pong preserves perceptively. Perceptivity? Yes, that sounds right. Cap- well, there's a tivity. It ends tivity. Mm. Is that a word? I've never heard I've never heard that either. Google takes it. All right. Captain Clueless, wait, this isn't Common Rider Drive. <laughs> Portal Man thought this was a racing manga. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it seems like from the title. I don't blame you. Resident Warhammer Nerd, about people playing with their balls. It's true. <laughs> Real, I don't understand table tennis rules. <laughs> Spubby, Shrimpy Schoolboy, Superbly Strike, Shrunken Spheres. Spike, a ding dong playing ping pong. Hey. Duke of Dumbass. Red, wrong manga, full drives better? No. T. Wolfwood, I Riley method this. So uninteresting. Uh, well done. Uh, so essentially common for some context. The Riley method is from our guest who read one in four chapters and we didn't notice during the recording because of how little happens in those chapters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that is the Riley method. Oh god. The manga Biichi. Yes, the, by the creator of Soul Eater and wow. Fire Force. Yes. Wow. Very bad manga. We are one of 10 people that have read all three of his manga. Yes. And then from Dackerson, I polish my rubber every day in quotes cuz that's a quote from God. Yes. <laughs> he talks about polishing his paddle. Oh man. All right. And then my sixth summary is has one game in zero plot because God, so much time was spent on that fucking tutorial game. Yeah. How about you, Jordan? I already made this reference earlier, but uh, Metallica. I am the table tennis. All right. I think I got one. I got one. Laid on us. Too much can, too much Dan. Nice. I love it. <laughs> it got canned. <laughs> and then I think <laughs> this breaks my heart because this first chapter was good, but this is definitely a flop. Does anyone think, does anyone disagree that this was a flop? No. I feel like there was something there, but it feels like, like I said, it feels like the author didn't expect this to take off. Yeah. 16 chapters, though, is not a very long runtime. This isn't terrible. It's just not. Yeah. Great. It doesn't have that thing that really captures you in it. Gina, I wish there was like a French term for something like when there's something missing, you know, or like a certain quality. I'm sure there is, but I uh, just I can't think of it. 
I'm not French. Yeah, so Surgeon Shin <laughs> is a quad. And then, um, yeah, so since this was a flop, I would recommend, I would say watch a chess boxing match because I just like talking about chess boxing. Unironically, though, Blue Box is pretty much a fixed version, which is no surprise this guy knew the guy who made Blue Box. He made fan art for Blue Box. It's pretty much a fixed version of this where the romance element isn't completely shitting the bed. I really like it. Jordan, I actually read the first three first three volumes, if you recall that series, Jordan. Oh, yeah, Blue Box is good. You actually, people can listen to our thoughts on our Patreon episode on Blue Box. And then, Jordan, what would you recommend? Uh, so, yeah, this is a flop. Uh, I would recommend that one video from, like, over 10 years ago where, like, those two guys are playing ping pong. Matrix and then they, ping pong? Yeah, Matrix ping pong. You Dude, know that video is more than 10 years old. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's an ancient internet video, but it kicks ass. I would recommend That was when people unironically said the word noob is yes. from that era. <laughs> Ironic, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then how, how about you, Common? Uh, well, honestly speaking, if you're looking for ping pong stuff, I would suggest the movie uh, Balls of Fury. Yeah. <laughs> if you're looking for a manga suggestion, I would suggest maybe Mashal or maybe uh, Undead Unluck. Ooh. If you have a chance to join our Discord, we have a huge Undead Unluck community, and they've been trying to get me to make a dedicated really? channel for that series. Really? So I can send you an invite if you want to be in some good company. I know nothing about that series. It is a good manga. It is a really funny one, too. Now that I'm catching up on Black Clover, which was my current punching bag series, uh, I'll have to maybe we'll Jordan will do an episode and read Undead Unluck. David was making fun of Black Clover for being mid for so long. And then we finally read the first three volumes and we were like, wait, this this is actually pretty good. Shit. (laughs) I still stand by my opinion that I think Black Clover is the quality line where if you are worse than Black Clover, you are not a good manga. It is the most seven out of ten series. I mean, also, if you want like a more school based show that has like, you know, interesting characters, Kamen Rider Gotchard is pretty good so far. Ooh, it's actually got an alchemy feel to it now. I was going to ask if like you were into Kamen Rider based on your name. You had to be right. (laughs) No, he just has that name for fun. Actually, it is. Uh, I can actually tell you that my name is actually a play on both Kamen Rider and Mangaka because, you know, Manga Kamen. That's really good. I actually had like, you know, ideas for becoming a mangaka one time, but it's like I really just haven't had really much of a chance to really do that because, you know, life is like that, you know. So but hey, game design. Yay. Game design's easier. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Doesn't take as much time, you know. I watched Kamen Rider, I think, B or Hornet. So, but that's my, my only exposure to the series. But I really enjoyed watching it. Are you talking like Kabuto? It was basically a Red Rider that had like a beetle motif. He had the ability to speed up time. I thought it was like Kamen Rider B or something. There is a B, but he's called Zabi, and he's a rival rider in that series. Ooh. Oh, you're right. It is Kamb- Kabuto I was thinking of. Honestly, the latest light- the writers are actually pretty good. You guys should check them out. What's the best Common Rider series in your opinion? I thought Kabuto is, that's why I watched it. It was at least the time it was considered like the, like the one to get started with. Okay, I have to ask you a question. I know we're getting off topic, but let me ask you, uh, do you prefer something more fantastical? Do you prefer magic based? Also, there's actually a couple of Common Riders that I think you guys may like. We actually have like one that has like people who worked on Gur and Logan with it. Whoa. And Whoa. we even have one by uh, the Uro Butcher himself, Gen Urobuchi, since we've brought up, you know, uh, Madoka. Oh, shit. Yeah. Personally, I would recommend uh, Kamen Rider W, which is uh, it's an older series. It's one of the first ones from the Heisei era or Neo. Mm-hmm. It's a detective story one. But the ones that I just brought up here, the one with the Gurn Logan writers and editors and stuff, that's Kamen Rider 4s or 4s A. It's basically a face writer. I've heard people bring up uh, 4s A before in like a positive way. What What's your favorite one? I got to ask. 
Well, I do like W. It's my favorite one. But one that I really like is Kamen Rider Build. Ooh. It basically has like this whole war thing going on. And it's got some of the most wicked designs. Not to mention when they transform, they have like some of the best call outs like Full Metal Moon Salt. Fuck yeah. I will say I am historically more of a Sentai person. Oh, that's perfectly fine. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No, no. What do you <laughs> think of like uh, Olinger? And what do you think of the new one that's coming out? I think Jordan means he watched Power Rangers. <laughs> I watched Power Rangers and I watched Jetman. Jetman kicks ass, though. I mm. love Jetman. I think we're getting off topic, by the way. Why don't we talk about this as we're uploading our audio so Dylan yeah. doesn't have to go through this 20-minute discussion of comedy. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the worst series we've ever read because it's a straight flop. No. Getting to wrap up. I'm just imagining you getting into Jordan. Just, uh, Dylan just speeds up our audio during this conversation. And just, <laughs> it goes for like 30 seconds. Anyway, what I don't want to speed up, though, is me thanking you. So comment. Thank you so much for being on the show. This was a ton of fun. I'm so glad we were able to make this recording happen. Where can people find you that want to get more manga comment in their life? Well, I definitely do have a YouTube channel where I talk about video games and pretty much anything I want, especially like villains, rivals, all that sort of jazz. I have a Twitter. I have a blue sky. I also have like an Instagram where I've been posting art, but it's kind of like a little work in progress. Basically, I have a whole bunch of stuff going on on these channels. I got projects going and I appreciate you guys having me on as well. Oh, well, it was Hell an yeah. absolute pleasure. This is a blast. And then yeah. I also want to say, Jordan, thank you so much for making the opening ending theme, being a great co-host and helping with the editing. Oh, thank you, David, so much for all the work that you do on this podcast, including the editing and just, you know, structuring everything. Oh, no problem. Props to Mer Lyle for the awesome cover art. Find her online at Lyle Mer and Nigel for being our generous art benefactor. Thank you, Dylan, for assistance with editing. You can find his podcast, Anime Out of Context, at animeoutofcontext.com. Thanks to Tucker and Maxi B for assistance with pronunciation, translation, all other, and other miscellaneous research. Find us on Twitter at Shonen Flopcast, Tumblr, Shonen Flop, and our website, shonenflop.com. We're also on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, or wherever else you get your podcast. Come join the Shonen Flop Discord. It's open to everyone, patron or not. Hang out with us, talk about anime games, or whatever else is on your mind. Find a link to it in the show notes or on our site. And if you've been enjoying the podcast and want to help us keep going, consider subscribing to our Patreon. Wouldn't be able to keep running the show without their support. You also get tons of bonus content, including monthly exclusive episodes. Jordan, what are we dropping in February? Uh, we are covering. Oh my god, what's the name? I know, I know what manga it is. It's uh, Family Secrets. Fucking huh? Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Seinfeld's Family Secrets. <laughs> We're covering our favorite anime, our favorite manga, Seinfeld. Ichinose family's deadly son. No, yeah, we're covering Ichinose's family, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then who was our guest? Our guest was Rem from Anime Out of Context, or Anime Context, as David frequently pronounces it. Actually, I listened to the Dungeon Meshi episode, nervous, and you know what? Rem gave it a 6.5. I'll take it as a W. Rem hates anime. You have to understand this, Manga Kamen. Yeah. What did you just call me? Manga Kamen? How dare you, yeah. sir? How dare you? What did I do? It's not Cayman. Manga Common. Manga Common Sense. Manga. Manga. Manga Cayman. It's his evil, bizarro version. <laughs> That's your alt persona. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, so this dude hates anime and he just makes this podcast because his friend forces him to. And he a five is like considered actually good in his book. So yeah, 6.5 is means like fantastic. All right. But <laughs> you know what else makes me sleep easy is reading out some of our wonderful patron names. Oh, and also you can find our Patreon at patreon.com slash on 
and flop. So starting with our dolphin dads, we have Glormac, my wonderful wife, Rachel. I'm excited to go on an adventure with her today. And Sean, help me study the reproductive. OK, no. <laughs> Moving on down to the ravioli tier where you get weekly pictures of my little goblin dog, Ravioli, where I actually want to go check. So common for context, my dog Ravioli is very disproportionate where her torso is really long. And I actually want to go do the math and figure out percentage wise how disproportionate like she is very, very long, like not to brag, but she is a long baby. So long, long. Yes. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. And we have patrons that pay to get weekly photos of her. So we have Chris, Eva, Karate Chopsticks, Lady T, Matt T, and Trevor Schechner. And then moving on down to our King of the Forest, I want to say thank you to 090Z, Bandit Stoof, My Girlfriend, Chad Mason, Jacob Andrew Galloway, Kirby Munn, Marty, Max Baker, Question Time Jordan, Last Time You Felt a Woman's Touch, Wink Wink. And that's not appropriate. I mean, I have a girlfriend. Yes, Sarah Hydra, T. Wolfwood, and Tommy Boy. Also, a big thank you to our Galactic Ball Federation officers and our Beast Children. Oh, God. And Jordan, anything you want to toss in? Uh, check out Mission Ignition. Hell yeah. Oh, that's his other podcast. Yeah, about vampires. V-A-N-P-I-R-E-S. All that's left now is let's get in the sign off. Thank you so much for joining us. Tune in next Monday as we give our first thoughts on St. Muscle. This has been David. This has been Jordan. And this has been Common. Hey, you've been listening to the show. You've been listening to the show. You keep up, up, up. Okay, Jordan just took all my lines. Yeah, bye. 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 <laughs>